0: You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast brought to you by I Can't Breathe Cha, featuring Marie Montan C. Grimy. Today's episode is brought to you by Exile Bar, 1634 Rosville Avenue. Stop on in for some fine diving. Ha! Best dive bar in town. Stop by, tell them C. Grimy sent you. Chill. Hey! Hey! Welcome. To the People's Podcast, I'm your boy C. Grimy, and it's your girl Marie
1: Mott.
0: We are here, late September, first week of fall, and it's is a beautiful day to fight racism.
1: It's a beautiful day to fight fascism.
0: It's a beautiful day to love Black people.
1: Yes, it is.
0: We're back with the People's Podcast. What is up, everybody?
1: What's going on, family. What's up, family? How you how you doing? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? I'm
0: doing. You know what? That would be a motherfucking lie, I'm saying I was doing good. <laughs> Yo, I'm
1: not doing good, but I mean, be on this side of the dirt, despite amen. what's going on, man, I try to count it joy.
0: Amen, amen. So we got a lot of topics we're going to get into. Meme breakdown. Of course, we're going to talk <laughs> about the, the Brianna Taylor decision. Yes. Uh, and much, much more. We're going to talk about some local things going on here with activism yeah so let's just get right into it Uh, i did it i think (laughs) a big shout out to everybody who's been supporting us New equipment came in.
1: Yes, sir.
0: And man. We're going all the way up. All the way up. I know you hear the crispness of the <laughs> mics, the condenser mics.
1: New and improved people's podcasts. Yes.
0: Yes. It's a blessing to be here. Um man, as usual, as the world turns, keeps getting crazy. Uh, so interesting <laughs> to be on this earth in 2020. Uh one thing I wanted to start doing is the meme breakdown. So you know, we're always on social media scrolling, and we always see these memes. Mm-hmm. Some are just funny, <laughs> <laughs> some are just warm, heartwarming, and uh, you know, some are politically charged. And uh, one that we've seen uh, was it's a picture of a protester, young black lady, and she's holding a sign, and it says, "The reason." You never put, pull it up real quick. So we can, Oh no.
1: Beat the hell out of it.
0: The reason you don't see cops shutting down KKK rallies is the same reason you don't see Hannah Montana sitting <laughs> in the same room. It's got a uh, young lady holding a, a protest sign. It's got some people photo bombing in the back. Uh, I shared this meme many a time. Uh, Ree, what does that what does that mean to you? What do you get from that?
1: I don't know if I understand the Hannah Montana
0: part. You never watched Hannah Montana? Hell no. Oh man. Well, okay. I got a daughter. <laughs> I got a daughter that was. I in,
1: don't have kids. That was
0: in love with Miley Cyrus and Hannah I, Montana. I, I don't know nothing about okay, know Hannah so Montana. Hannah Montana. Uh-huh. Uh huh. She was like the pop star, right? Uh huh. And uh. Uh, My oh, Hannah Montana was a pop star. and Miley Cyrus is like the regular girl, and it was like her split identity. So she was. It was Hannah Montana was like Superman. Okay, never. I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: so like, why would the KKK get protested by the police? They're the same person. The KKK is the police. Yeah. So we 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 often
0: (laughs) we often make that and say that America. The KKK cops. Um, So one of those people, I don't understand why you're saying that. What does that mean? So historically, uh, the
1: police in a southern context come and extend from the plantation. So, of course, the first uh, police that we had in the south were slave patrol or slave catchers. And so once slavery was abolished and you had the creation of municipal police departments in the 1830s, those guys that were uh, overseers or slave catchers needed a job. Mm. Who great to hire for newly found police departments in the South than those people who socially controlled black communities and kept their foot on their necks.
0: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. I also seen, and 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 yeah, I I feel I feel the same exact way. I I was baffled, mind boggled a couple of years back on uh Gun Barrel Road. There was a huge KKK rally, and they were hundred. I mean, it felt like hundreds of cars deep, flags and going on. They met up at the Walmart on Gun Barrel, uh, and it was like no law enforcement present whatsoever. And that happened here. Yeah, Chattown. This was uh, interesting
1: because it's against the law. It's in our city ordinance that the KKK cannot have a rally here. So I think that's very interesting.
0: Okay, so let me let me say (laughs) I say KKK might have been white supremacist, white supremacists, sons and daughters of the Confederacy. That's just something
1: for my revolutionaries and my activists here in the city of Chattanooga. It is in our city charter that the KKK can never, in all caps, March here in the city of Chattanooga ever again.
0: Good, hey amen. Even though they got different masks and shit, that's but, right. Um, I also seen another interesting meme, and it was like, you know, we always make the uh, the comparison that the KKK cops, but what about the KKK doctors and mm-hmm. lawyers and school teachers and um bank tellers and uh, accountants and et cetera.
1: Well, I mean, (laughs) that's, it it ain't just the KKK. I mean, that's white supremacy, right? Um, There's a natural expectation about how in particular white males are socialized Mm. um, in this American society to be upholders of the status quo, you know uh, whether they realize it or not, that's how they are socialized. Um, and so it's it would be no surprise. And I mean, what we saw in recent years, like the rallies that have been happening in in Charlotte and other places here in the South, it it wasn't just these dirty, grungy um, Appalachian whites or or just like southern whites. These are clean cut. I mean, you go back and look at some of the pictures. These are clean cut, well dressed, uh, looking dudes, you know, mm. in uh, sperry shoes and um, yeah.
0: tucked in polos and, and slacks
1: yeah. <laughs> with it with the crease in the in that the, was, the
0: arm. That was probably way more scary than when you see the stereotypical racist quote unquote redneck with their overalls or their cut off sh- shirt or the Crocs. Cause you know you understand that them them cats that was in Charlottesville and, and, and white supremacists like that, they going to somebody's job on Monday. They going to clock in. They probably can determine whether you get a loan or not. You know mm-hmm. who's getting hired. You know what I mean they might be in positions of supervision, mm-hmm. and that's what was super scary about that.
1: Well, I mean, but that's. Me, it's not surprising. I mean not surprising.
0: (laughs) Not surprising. This is how
1: it's set up.
0: Speaking of not surprising, on yesterday Mm. around one thirty PM, um, (sighs) grand jury came back with the decision to only indict one of the three officers implicated in the Breonna Taylor murder. Um and then we had uh about thirty minutes after that we had an explanation by the Kentucky attorney general.
1: That wasn't an explanation. That was a justification. Justification.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, for me, I was cautiously optimistic, you know, to do to, to this work, to be a black man in America, you got to have hope. Uh, but not surprised at all of, of, of how the grand jury came back on there. Uh, decision to indict one officer and, and to indict him for charges that had nothing to do with uh, Miss Taylor or her boyfriend, but yet charges for endangering the neighbors, uh, which to, to me basically says, you know, this this black family was implicated in some shit. So we don't give a fuck what happened to them, whether they were interested or not, whether we found anything or not, whether we don't care. We came in their house. She was collateral damage in in, in of sorts in and from what I hear from them. Uh a, a lot of my friends and family, man, were in real funky moods yesterday. We actually organized and did a demonstration on the fly because of it. Uh what about you, Ree? How did how did it make you feel?
1: Um I <clears throat> I posted about it earlier in a comment that you you made on the post um I haven't cried even now I haven't cried, I haven't screamed I feel like tears on the inside I feel I feel a full range of emotions even today on the inside but I don't know if I. I kind of feel like maybe I'm in shock. Mm. Like the kind of, like when my grandmother passed, you know what I'm saying? And I'm realizing I've got to continue on with with life without her. Mm. I feel that same kind of almost numbness type shock to where I don't really know how to feel. Um, What I will say is I had no faith in in the system uh, because I know that to this country black lives are not worth anything and have not been since the beginning um if we were worth anything we would not have been slaves mm. um so the hope that i have is never in the system the hope that i have is that no matter what is going on hopefully we'll be able to love one another support one another uh and survive but um I can't really put my feelings even now into into words
0: mm. man i I'm not ashamed to say I did cry uh luckily, my daughter was uh at her mom's house and didn't have to see me in such a funk yesterday i did the uh, uh I did the tray off of uh boys in the hood when he comes in he's just punching air punching and just It just felt like the walls were closing in on me and you get to that, that mood where you're like, man, when will it change? How will it change? Is all the sacrifice that we're putting out here on the line, is it worth it? Because uh, many people across this nation, across this world are sacrificing their golden years We because you know everybody say oh the 50s 60s those are the golden years man we in the golden years we got good knowledge in our heads we got able bodies but yet instead of just doing our thing building our own legacies and and, and wealth we're out here fighting for the people and just to, to not to feel like you don't have any help from the inside of the government that that governs over all of the people that's supposed to be built to protect. Man, it was it was like suffocating. Man, it was it was rough. It was rough, and I I know I felt those sentiments from a lot of people. It was quite therapeutic to get out in the streets and yell and chant and get some of that aggression out. And uh, unfortunately, you know, memorials and eulogies are there to help people grieve and it it felt good it felt good to grieve with others from all walks of life uh i can only imagine how the family feels how the boyfriend feels how the ex-boyfriend feels who
1: i i really want to make a statement here Grammy, and i really want people to stop um demonizing this family for settling Mm. Um, I've seen a lot of posts. Uh, I've seen
0: some terrible things. They sold. They sold. Their, <laughs> they, they sold, sold themselves her, out. They or, sold her soul for twelve million.
1: Um, first of all, if anybody watched CNN yesterday and saw that her baby sister, uh, was away, thank God, because she was murdered in her little sister's room. Mm. which means Brianna Taylor was working two jobs, trying to better her life, had a professional career and was taking care of her baby sister as a big sister. And thank God her sister went there. Cause she probably would have been murdered too. That young lady had to come home and she talked about this on, on the air. There was so much blood, so much blood and how how she had to clean up the blood, you know, like she's got to go to college. She's got to be somebody like, does the family not deserve compensation for that? And of course there's not really a price tag you could put on the black life, Mm-mm. but is this family supposed to walk away with nothing? Um, I mean, at the very least, if they want to move to the middle of nowhere, they never have to see anybody again and talk to any, news reporter again they have that they should have that right
0: exactly Um, and it's a shame if you in the grand scheme of things you could never put a price tag on your baby first and foremost i can't imagine losing my baby and and to the hands of some dirty pigs for next to nothing added on to that let alone the trauma of a national media cycle spectacle for 195 days and counting because just because this decision has been made they will forever be a part of American modern culture um and and in the grand scheme of things I hate how insurance companies, municipalities put a price tag on somebody's baby, somebody's family. 12 million, get the fuck out of here. We got buildings that are worth more than that that ain't that great athletes get paid mediocre athletes get paid that for a season of sports. Uh uh it's wild. We see we see budgets of bullshit movies that have nothing to do with nothing have bigger budgets than that. And so for you to say, for anybody to say that a family sold themselves out or bought their own justice, this is fucking dumb. It's fucking dumb. And I don't, I, you know, I'm not a fucking, I don't know how stuff works in the courtroom, but how does the, how does somebody, how is there a ruling that says, you know wrongful death. This death was wrong, but we're not gonna hold anybody accountable criminally who made this death happen. I was, I was like, is this the Twilight Zone? I, I don't understand that. That don't make no goddamn sense. Something was wrongful that happened that we that you deserve to be paid for, but we're not gonna hold the people directly responsible for this accountable. This is sickening.
1: So, like. <clears throat> I would go back to, uh, in the context of American history, the Dred Scott decision, where you have a, a man who tries to sue for his freedom. <laughs> and as a black man, he's still deemed property mm. from people who say justice and liberty for all. <laughs> I mean, so uh, since the Dred Scott decision of a black man suing to be considered a full human being, my God. Um, Again, I guess I just, from American historical context, I don't trust the system. Um, I think, despite what anybody says, the family was smart to get some sort of relief even if it's just financial because we don't know how much it costs to bury Breonna Taylor we don't know if she had an outstanding debt uh she's taking care of her sister and working two jobs like we we don't know and it's not any of our business um and the way that people kind of not only chastise the victim but sometimes chastise their family is just backwards to me and mind-boggling um I think most black people families know just with how these situations go, that their baby is not going to get justice um, in the form of the officers that brutalize them or murder them, that they're going to be fired and indicted and that that's more than likely not going to happen. So at least they need to walk away um, with something. Are they supposed to walk away empty handed?
0: Yeah. Can you (laughs) imagine uh, losing your baby? Nobody held responsible and then having to go to your bullshit-ass job and and scrape and survive. We don't know what kind of—we we know they need some type of counseling and therapy. We don't know what that looks like, how much they'll need, how long they'll need it. They'll they might need- not
1: even want to— I don't even know if I want to live in America anymore. I might just want to pack up and, and just move out the country.
0: I definitely <laughs> wouldn't ever want to see a Louisville police officer. Exactly. How traumatic would that be? How traumatic would that be to see one of these punk ass motherfuckers that was talking shit on the Internet? Live with a badge and a gun and a taser and shit or or per, per, how traumatic would it be to know that your daughter, your sister, your family was murdered and then you get pulled over by one of these motherfuckers.
1: It's just that like people have nothing to say about the guilty, nothing to say about the people who perpetrate these crimes. um. But so much commentary about activists and so much commentary about what people who are oppressed are doing in this hour just to, Try to make it to tomorrow. Um, and my thing that I will always caution people is that um, how would you feel if this was your baby? Mm. And this is something that Pastor Carruthers talks about a lot. If it was your baby, you would want me to burn the city down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Put yourself in this family's shoes. Would you Would you just walk away? Would you just let it go and just say, oh, well, the wills of justice just end decide in our favor today? No, you wouldn't. And then I think we need to take into context that sometimes with uh civil settlements that there might be a time period on when they need to get back to the folks. We do need to understand that again, you said what 190 something days?
0: 195 days today.
1: So how long I mean, we have no idea how long it took to just get to the point to where they can even go through civil court. And all the hell on top of trying to pressure uh, through protesting for an indictment, that you're simultaneously having to bury your daughter, still take care of your family, do all the normal things in life, and then still go to court. But it ain't for justice for your baby. It's just for possibly being able to have some compensation. Mm. And so we have no idea how long that process took, how long it took to get there, what stipulations there were. Lawyer fees. we, we, We don't... This twelve million, we see the twelve million. You got to understand, Uncle Sam gonna take his cut out of that. <laughs> so they're not really getting twelve million dollars. We don't know mm. if they're getting that on a annual basis. So mm. maybe they're breaking it down to two million dollars. We don't know the dynamics of that, which is why we why that is even a focus mm. It's mind boggling. The focus should be three officers knocked on the wrong apartment with half information about an apartment that didn't have any drugs in it, despite that's what was alleged to be in there. According to all of the witnesses, one who was on CNN, they didn't announce themselves when they knocked and they kicked in the door. What are you going to do when you wake up out of your sleep? Somebody's knocking on your door and your door kicks in. If I can't see who you are, I'm grabbing my revolver that I keep by my bed and I'm bussing. With my self-defense rounds. Do you
0: hear me? Amen. So, uh, what's Attorney General Coon? He said, <laughs> I mean, Attorney General Cam- Cameron, <laughs> excuse me. He said that uh, there was, that that the police announced themselves. They knocked and said police. Lies. They said, he said one uh, citizen witness.
1: Independent witness. <sighs>
0: Uh, uh, Bullshit. and so ballistics from uh local and federal investigators say the boyfriend shot first, hit one of the officers in the leg, and they shot back. I want to say 30, one shot 16 bullets, one shot some, uh, but you know how they do. So I'm gonna say 30, 30 shots. So I'm a. I'm to play whatever and say, let's say that this ballistics bullshit is fairly accurate. My thing is one shot comes uh, at you. First of all, first of all, let me hold on. Let me fucking back all the way up. First of all, we see white assailants, perpetrators, mass murderers get apprehended in broad daylight who have murdered several people. We see them get apprehended in broad daylight, peacefully giving water, taking a Burger King,
1: Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. Murdering protesters. Walk uh, right by, by the police with his gun.
0: So my point is <laughs> this is an apartment one way in, one way out. Unless you're going to take a fucking fire escape. You think you think eight thousand I want to say, $8,000 in cash or drugs they suspected of being there, they he got her on, they say they got her on the phone with the ex-boyfriend making some jokes. I'm going to play devil's advocate and say, let's say this investigation bullshit is true. One way in and one way out of the apartment. You can't stand in front of an apartment and when Brianna gets in her car to go to the grocery store, box her in with your cars and say, hey, we need, totally need to talk, uh, you need to come with us. This fucking this whole no-not warrant fucking shit is racist. This whole fucking we're gonna chase petty drug dealers and investigate them for months is bullshit. Black people don't own no ports, no boats, no helicopters, <laughs> no no planes. And when I say black people, I mean your average black person living in the inner city who's fucking working class, who may or may not be peddling some drugs. They don't own none of that shit. So it's fucking racist and classes to not go after the real fucking drug dealers, first of all. So I had to back all the way up to that. Nextly, it's it's gotta we fuck police perform reform. We need to abolish that shit. Yeah. But in the meantime, while we're breaking the system down, we gotta put it on policy that you got you you can shoot two times and you gotta retreat. What the fuck is they letting off clips for?
1: Because we have allowed... I'm getting
0: upset a little bit too. Let me (laughs) take a breath.
1: It's okay. Uh, We have allowed police to be literal standing armies in black communities. So police are empowered with all kinds of drone and artificial technology, Mm. all kinds of military surplus equipment. We have armed police almost equivalent to the military. And it's, it's mind boggling because who are they using this stuff against? The citizenry,
0: the citizenry,
1: the average citizen isn't walking around with an AR 15 on a daily freaking basis. No. Like that is not happening. Happening. No. I mean, most people, if they do have a gun, it's a simple handgun anyways. Mm -hmm. Like, so why do police need all of this stuff? Unless it's this us versus them type culture, which is problematic anyways. But then again, what is the function of police? The function of police is to socially control certain communities. I.e., in particular, and especially the black community. So, our goal is you're not innocent until proven guilty. Matter of fact, you're not even technically a citizen in our eyes. You're here to do what we tell you to do when we tell you to do it. And the moment you don't comply, it's a wrap. Your life is over. Your life is done. And if you're still alive, you're lucky, you're lucky
0: <sighs> and one thing I was thinking about is the boyfriend we often we often you know the family, the family, but that is a touchy situation when a couple is together for some time, but they're not married um again, we go back to the settlement. This young man had to witness the woman that he loved that he was in just in bed sleeping with. Murdered in front of him while he was trying to protect her. Then charged, thrown in jail, made a media spectacle of. Getting all kind of scrutiny on social media from all sides, all kind of blame uh uh, what are they what do they call the uh, Republicans? Is that is that right wing motherfuckers? Mm-hmm. Whatever. All those motherfuckers saying it was his fault if he were the blah. And those dynamics, I, I I I often just send prayers and, and and good vibes out to that brother because of what he, he could be going through, man. And I just I hope he's being taken care of as well. You know, he also, I hope he's part of that settlement and I hope he's getting some counseling and therapy and I hope him and his family is safe. That's a whole nother family affected by this directly that that is getting, you know, not not getting enough attention in my, I mean, you know, that just needs to be thought about.
1: Well, one of the things that, again, he stated in the, the, the CNN uh, covering of the story was that He was a shooter, but he had never shot his gun outside of a range. So that, even him firing, I'm sure he was apprehensive, if not even nervous, which is why he only shot once, because he had never shot in his gun outside of the range. I mean, shooting your gun in a range, with maybe with comrades or folks that you're with, in in this controlled environment is one thing, not actually being adrenaline pumping right there in the middle of a situation you don't know who's kicking in your door all you know is as a man I'm automatically I'm going to do psychologically any human being is going to do one thing or another that is fight or flight and that's an automatic response based on who you are as an individual actually we don't control that Depending on how you were either raised or how you are feeling at the time about Damn. yourself and about life, you're gonna to respond to certain situations either by running away or by taking a stand. And it once that happens, Tubot talks about this. It's outside of your it's outside of your hands. Amen. He had an obligation to defend his home and defend his family. And I'm sure even though the little sister wasn't there because she lives with him, I'm sure he's still thinking in his mind. Because your brain will do things like that. Oh my God, she's not there, but auto- automatically you're you're still thinking like, Brianna, you know, the yeah, baby, yeah. like assailant, shoot. You, you, uh, it's exactly. automatic,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: Which is why all the charges, why people popping and talking on the internet, all the charges against him have been dropped
0: immediately. And once the once the details come out, immediately. Also, um. So we see uh um uh Attorney General Coon. I mean uh Cameron. He uh
1: uh taking talking points from Mitch McConnell. He probably got on the phone, that's was, was taking him so long to get to the press conference. He was probably getting talking points from Mitch McConnell.
0: So he comes out and Relays what he says is the evidence, the discovery, or whatnot. Uh, what was your reaction to that?
1: It's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, I want to know the racial demographic of the jury.
0: That was a that was a question that was asked in the press conference, and he said he would not get into that. So, mm. how do we get that information?
1: I guess that could probably be a uh I imagine would have to be a open records request or a freedom of information re- request. Mm. But um I would want to know the racial demographic. What part of the city did they come from? Mm. So are all sections of Louisville represented? Mm. On the jury? You know what? I We first, gotta
0: change that shit too, because somebody from somebody from Brianna's apartment complex should have been in there.
1: The other thing is, is that I thought it was already a conflict of interest that this guy is presiding over uh, a very prominent police murder, but literally a couple months ago was at the Republican convention giving a speech in support of Donald Trump. I am completely perplexed at how judges and district attorneys and attorney generals and folks like that can literally um, make public statements in support of different political ideologies and still um, somehow live up to their job standards of being ethical and fair in a court of law. To me, it's absolutely preposterous and mind-blowing so i think he should have been taken off the case whether that was pressure that came from the governor um or or someone of that magnitude the the moment he got up on the republican stage and started talking he should have been taken off the case
0: what he said in the press conference is that he could have allocated the case because it was out of local municipality he said he could have allocated to any one of the counties. I think he said 120 counties in the state, but he said because of the resources and the relationships with federal offices, he chose for his department to do the investigation.
1: I think brother, uh, is stepping and fetching
0: mm. for oh, the wow. plantation for Massa, for Massa. Oh, uh,
1: Massa McConnell, and mm. master Trump. Mm. And um I'm one day hopefully we can talk about this gatekeepers.
0: Oh, wait, that's topic black, coming up in a black couple of episodes. black gatekeepers. That's, but that's I have a coming. severe
1: problem when
0: another Tupac quote though. <laughs> all kid folk. All skin folk ain't folk.
1: Exactly. Every
0: brother ain't a brother.
1: Well, when when you get into positions of power and influence you have an obligation to uh, advocate for your people. And in in particular, in in my personal opinion, (laughs) how often is it that black people become lawyers? Just not anything else, but just flat out. How How often is it that black people become lawyers? It's a struggle. So for you, not only to become a lawyer, but then to climb, climb the ranks, and climb the ranks and become a to judge attorney. or become a, a district attorney or an attorney general. I mean, I don't understand black people climbing to these positions and then you're just you're you're no better than the white people who got their foot on that. So yo,
0: wheel. yo, did you see the did you watch the first conference? Did you see the fake cry? This listen. I'm a black man, this affects me too.
1: I was like, "No, listen, he fucking did." Listen, I was this like, is no, why, he fucking did." Do the this face? This is this is why.
0: This. I said no.
1: Listen, listen, with that big old forehead. Uh, like,
0: and see, you deserve you you deserve that goddamn shape up because you can't go to the hood and get no haircut. You deserve that shit, boy. That shape up was fucked up. Boy, you know he ain't going to the hood to get his hair cut, boy. He's
1: probably going to Billy Bob's.
0: Boy, he going somewhere uh, where they got the.
1: <laughs> Billy Bob's uh, West Shore Barbershop.
0: Homeboy is old as hell cutting his hair, boy. Listen. Boy, you might as well get the chili bowl, boy. <laughs> you might as well Michael Jordan that thing out. <laughs> Go ahead and cut it all off, boy.
1: I'm screaming. Whew.
0: Okay, so let me big. quit again you know how we do, boy. Well, exactly, we're, we're, boy. Boy, get old, son. <laughs> come here, son. <laughs> Roast your ass. <laughs> oh man, you gotta find some some beauty and some joy in the struggle.
1: Otherwise, man, you, you just give up and quit.
0: So, subsequently, of course, the uh, the freedom fighters, the the activists and organizers were already mobilized and ready because, yep. of course, we were. A lot of us, some of us, were cautiously optimistic, had hoped that Man, maybe...
1: When they barricaded the downtown area...
0: They, that's when it sunk for me. The That's when it sunk for me, too. The
1: de- like, two days before? like
0: Two days before. Why are you doing
1: this? I mean, you're so, clearly showing us that justice is not about to get served. Exactly. People getting so, ready to be pissed.
0: So, so we'll, you know, the, the local troops... And when I say troops, I mean freedom fighters. Organized, they mobilized, and uh, we soon after the decision, we seen the protests uh, crank up, and uh, in the midst, in late evening, uh, this is guess this is last night, correct? Uh, Two officers were shot, and uh, I ain't gonna lie, I was I was in such a funk. I didn't get on CNN and look at a lot of the news. I didn't even really look at updates until I woke up. I needed I needed to burn one, get some self-care, and crash out. Uh, so I didn't see, because we see oftentimes when these curfews are put in place, the aggressiveness, the militarization of these police departments and these state troopers and National Guard is brought in. They had tanks in the streets. I did see that in a clip. Uh so I mean, yeah, two officers. I don't know. I don't know how many protesters were arrested or hurt or injured, but I did see the the headline: two officers were shot, man down. I didn't see. I didn't see what condition happened. You uh, you know what condition they're in? Mm-mm. Mm. Let's see if we can get looked. media team on that real quick. <laughs> uh, but just right offhand with that basic information, uh, in my opinion, I'm like okay. What the fuck you thought was going to happen, cuz? People are pissed. You knew what was going to happen. Y'all shutting down gas stations, saran wrapping pumps, closing down state and fed buildings, barricading, boarding up. So we knew some fuck shit was in the water. You knew they had been protesting for over 190 days, so you knew they was going to organize and get in the streets. And This is what kills. I don't fuck it. This is what kills me. No de-escalation. No get the fuck out the way. Let them fucking let them burn it down. Get the fire department out there. That's what you should have did. But instead, they want to antagonize. Use that militarization. Um, We've seen uh, uh, apparently some type of altercation. Maybe someone angry. I don't know what's going on. But two officers down. Uh. What's your thoughts?
1: I believe Malcolm said that is the chickens coming home to roost.
0: Whoa. (laughs) That was controversial (laughs) back then. Is that controversial now? We shall see.
1: Well, um, I don't think that you can continue to oppress a people and keep your foot on their neck and them not uh, eventually respond in kind. It's absolutely asinine uh, to expect that you can beat people, that you can murder people on camera, um, and then when you have a real opportunity to hold peop officers accountable, that all you have is the shucking and jiving that happens again and again, and then the, the question is, is that let's just look at how many murders have just happened in the last six months, bro? Mm. How many?
0: Can't even count. Can't even
1: count. Can't even count. Ahmaud, Aubrey,
0: Um, Brianna,
1: Brianna Taylor, George
0: Floyd, George Floyd, Elijah,
1: Elijah McClain,
0: um, Sean Reed, Sean Reed, Jacob Blake was paralyzed. Oh,
1: so you have not only this happening at home, these things are happening afar. Where's the relief for black people? Where's the relief? And then, not only can we do this to you, bro, but we're not going to give you no justice. And just in case you thought that you were going to express your sentiments, we're going to send in armed military forces Mm. against you because your rage is not righteous in this hour. So I have been saying it for a long time that if, Politicians and people elected to public office are not getting ready to do the real legitimate work to rein in law enforcement and scale back law enforcement, divest, invest, do whatever is necessary to abolish all of these overarching powers that police departments all across this country have, in particular in marginalized and poor and impoverished communities, then eventually these poor and impoverished people, because all I got to do is look at the context of American history. What happened when the poor white people and the poor black people, black slaves, the indentured servants and the black slaves got together in bacon rebellion. They burned Jamestown to the ground. Is that American history? Yes, it is. It's called bacon's rebellion.
0: And they romanticize the fuck out of that shit.
1: So you can't oppress anybody white, black or indifferent anybody. And eventually they're not going to rise up and lash back out or at least respond in kind. Mm. So all I'm saying is, is that to me, it's the chickens coming home to roost. you can't keep doing this to people and eventually you're not gonna get some some what James Brown called the big payback.
0: And the difference the stark difference is is that this young person looks like they have a suspect charged uh, allegedly uh, Lorenzo Johnson 26 14 counts of endangerment and two counts of assault on a police officer. Uh, neither officer sustained life-threatening injuries. Uh, They're going to try to get this boy life. They're going to try to get this boy 30 years at the least.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I would just call whatever he did uh, wanton endangerment. That's that's what we're going to call it. Grime. 14
0: counts of wanton endangerment.
1: Wanton endangerment
0: the fuck does that mean? It enlighten me. I don't <laughs> fucking, let's, can I be media team? Google that shit.
1: Basically, if we're just going to simplify it, wanting endangerment means that you ha- don't have an extreme value that you put on human life whatsoever. Mm. So it's this extreme indifference to human life.
0: That's exactly what the definition says.
1: Thank you. <laughs> so, it. basically you have a disdain. You don't really care about human life. But again, is that is wanton endangerment like any sort of like, do we expect America to care about black lives? We know they don't care about black lives. We know that.
0: Mm.
1: Obviously they don't even care about the residents because that's not the witnesses that they choose or chose to take credible information from. I mean, her own actual next door neighbor was on television saying the officers didn't announce themselves, which is absolutely mind-boggling. Who is this independent witness? We talked about who who the juror was. Who's this independent witness? Where did they come from?
0: Where the fuck did they come from? Wowzers! Wowzers! And so that happened. Uh, <laughs> what, what we are not going to see, what we what would be interesting to see, um, like when the Kyle Rittenhouse thing happened. He got a what a hundred thousand, hundred fifty thousand, uh, uh, fund started for him for his that was just from
1: him. the church. That was just from <clears throat> white evangelical churches. That's not accounting if somebody else raised any. So funds can for we him. call
0: out the white evangelical churches and
1: and and ask them to, to start for the a brother.
0: fund for the brother?
1: You know, he he was just defending himself.
0: He was defending himself. He was
1: he was asserting his rights,
0: asserting his first and he, second amendment rights and we don't know it's probably self defense I,
1: I i mean there were white supremacists on on the ground that were armed
0: i mean there were mm. Mm. uh the louisville protesters have uh the organizers i should say the louisville organizers and activists have come up with a list of demands moving forward yes sir uh do we got those on hand i sure do uh cuz they're definitely not going to get out of the streets I would, I, I, uh, and when protesting is not sustainable forever, but they're definitely not gonna quit organizing and, and mobilizing. So,
1: shout out to Black Lives Matter Louisville and super shout out to my brother, Jacory Arthur, who is councilman elect uh, in Louisville. Uh, these are the demands as read from BLM Louisville. Number one, immediately fire and revoke the pensions of the officers that murdered Brianna number two divest from the LMPD and invest in community building number three, immediate resignation or impeachment of mayor Greg Fisher number four, Metro council ends use of force by Louisville Metro police department. Police shootings are gun violence. Number five, a local civilian community police accountability council that is independent from the mayor's office and LNPD with investigation and discipline power CPAC and number six, the creation of policy to ensure transparent investigation processes. And we have shared those demands in solidarity. on I can't breathe CHA on all platforms.
0: Yes, we have. So check us out on all platforms. Um, Real quick, I want to talk about something local that happened. Uh, Charles, Charles Bell, is that fam's name? Uh, Just bought a used car. Uh, He was on his way. He was actually, he uh, left Geico because he left his debit card at home. He was getting insurance for the used car. Uh Red's auto is where he bought the car from. Um, he gets pulled over en route back to Geico to pay for his insurance. He has his license, he has the uh registration, he has the uh bill of sale, he has all of this stuff. <clears throat> um the he t- he takes out his phone, starts videoing. The officer admits so first of all he said the probable cause for him being stopped was his tag because it was written out from the dealer he admits on camera that you know the tag is no longer to worry you know you're good on that he starts questioning him about do you know joshua bell uh he was involved in a car theft or some shit is this car stolen uh he then says uh get out the I, i get out get out the car I don't remember on video if he said he smells weed, but in the affidavit he said he detected marijuana. Now, uh, so he he uh Mr. Bell says uh Nah I ain't getting out the car. And uh he the the officer, CPD, tries to uh yank his yank his uh door open. So he Skirts off on him. Skirt. Uh, he sub subsequently gets charged with uh evading arrests. Uh some other shits. The brother, the brother reached out and sent me the affidavit and stuff. Uh but he immediately, soon as he soon as he gets low, uh he hit me up and he was like, man, grimy. You know, because you know we we uh we got some history. And he was like, I uh I feared for my life. Uh and I was like, Yeah, I understand. He he was like, Man, all I seen was uh 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 what was his name? Uh Castell. And and he's like, Man, I, I seen George Floyd and I said, Bro, I'm not trying to die today, fam. So he, uh, he essentially goes on the race (laughs) and it just, it escalated so quickly. Cause like it's a, it's a three minute, four minute video and two, two minutes is, uh, just him waiting on the officer to bring his ID back. So, uh, three minutes into the video, the officer comes back. He's on the race. Uh, He said he had his hand on his gun uh, and that's what that's what made him afraid. Uh, How can we support this brother locally?
1: Well, he needs to get an attorney. He's got an attorney. Okay. Um,
0: And about about the situation uh, and, and his his decision. You know,
1: so the thing that I would say is, because um, I talked to him, is I understood what he did, but I would never run from the police, <laughs> and that is because I think he's extremely lucky. Because I think most officers would have been inclined if if they had their hand on their gun and how they're just all gung ho to just shoot somebody that. They might have shot at his car. Um, we have seen a lot of brothers who run from police and get shot in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate to say this, you're almost better letting them beat the snot out, of, <laughs> beat the snot out of you, um, than you are just running away and living another day to be able to get out of jail and fighting it in a civil suit. Um, or a judicial suit if you so choose but here's my thing unless you are prepared to technically fight officers you kind of have a choice and that is you got to either allow whatever is going to happen make just make sure that when police officers pull you over it's recorded um and then again that you get a good attorney um
0: always filming the police. We got to invest in those little dash uh get camp, you a dash camera cam, holders, The little um, dash cams, they're not that expensive that you can get them at wall. Uh, but I I've, I've seen I too
1: hate, many pff. I've seen too many videos of black men getting shot in the back. Yeah. When they turn their back on police officers or they try to run away. Yep. And I don't want you to ever even if you feel like they're just going to arrest you and maybe rough you up, do that. Just go through that process. Nobody wants to go to jail. Nobody wants to be arrested or inconvenienced. But you're better off than than just having them murder you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I I totally get what he why he did what he did. I mean, again, this is fight or flight. You have no control over it.
0: And his decision was <laughs> flight at the moment. I want y'all to watch that video, boy. He was out, boy. Yeah. It was grand theft auto in that thing, man. <laughs> oh man i gotta get the skr skirt noise on the on I, the dash. i, I
1: mean listen <laughs> i think the thing that we can do to help is to continue to fight the power like we are doing Amen. and that is to continue to try to dismantle our local police department even if it's just starting with divest invest until we can take some further uh more revolutionary measures in the future um The only way I think that we can begin to hit these police officers is first, we got to start with hitting them in the money, in the pockets. Um, If we slash their budget, that means they're going to have, they're going to be required to take some of these folks off the street because they don't have the money to pay them. Mm. So um, I, I don't have a quick fix. And that's often what people want is a quick solution, a quick fix. And I don't have that. I just have the long term goal of, you know, what can we do for the long haul to start dismantling this system?
0: Hell's yeah. What's been giving you joy lately?
1: <sighs> music. <laughs> man, if you have not listened to Big Sean Detroit 2, stop sleeping on him.
0: Yeah.
1: Best album of the year. Don't argue me on that.
0: I'm not gonna argue,
1: but man, I don't it's know.
0: hard. It, it's a good it's a good album. It's up there. If not, number one, it's up there.
1: Um music, I'm just saying, um, I'm plugging, taking time off. I'm glad you got to do that. Go down to Ooh, ATL. ATL.
0: Peace up, A-Town down, man. <laughs> Thank you, ATL, for taking good care of me, man. Magic City. <laughs> what up?
1: Um. What else has been giving me joy? Just family. Um, And...
0: I appreciate all the Freedom Fighters that's been... uh Yeah. The ones that have been doing this for years and the babies who just started. I appreciate all y'all getting out there. Uh, it was refreshing. It was a big, for me, it was really therapeutic and helpful to to turn up with y'all on yesterday in honor of Brianna and, and everything that's going on here locally. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah, man, music. My B-Day just, that gave me joy unplugging for my B-Day. My baby's B-Day is in a week and a half. Hey, Big Riri gonna be teenager oh my
1: lord crazy
0: <laughs> crazy Whew. that means i'm getting old
1: yeah og grimy. og grimy. big big, big grimy. grimy. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you the other thing that's been giving me joy is just uh despite all that we're going through as a people just seeing black people continuing to you know do their thing out here shout out to All of the brothers that open up shoe stores and businesses in the past two weeks here locally.
0: Swag season. Swag season. Free agent.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Um, I'll be down there to shop. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a discount.
1: I don't know if I support that, but I (laughs) pay black people what they're worth. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) They just got a free commercial. But rock
1: with us. Uh, just shout out to the people uh we had some brothers that bought ben and Jerry's downtown
0: yeah big shout out to them
1: man it' be rocking
0: in there that the music selection be jumping exactly the atmosphere is love it
1: I'm I'm glad that I'm seeing uh
0: Slim and huskies on the way
1: hey man I'm trying to trying to get them to come to east chat where they belong but I'm just glad to see black people um just keeping their head up and still trying to get it out here keep doing what y'all do I love y'all
0: Cheer, likewise. And
1: others as well. I love y'all too.
0: I love everybody. Everybody. It's a beautiful day to fight racism. It's a beautiful day to fight fascism. It's a beautiful day to love black people. Stay diligent, stay vigilant, stay, stay dangerous.
1: dangerous. Me and you. Your, your mama, mama and your, your cousins too. too.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: as always, if no one's taking any time today to let you know, you are a love somebody. Your girl Marie Rachel my Ma, loves you. And guess what family? It ain't nothing you can do about it.
0: Peace, Peace and love. I would like chill. With the lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.